Hi, Bobatunde. Thank you so much for joining us on the Black Ink Cinema podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I've been a fan of yours forever, so it's actually a privilege to like have you on here um, and to talk about your film choice, which we'll get into. But I know a lot of people have been newly introduced to you um, on Gogglebox with Mo Gilligan. How did yeah. that come about? Okay, well, that came about because me and um, Mo, we were supposed to do a tour last year, mm. and obviously pandemic. So, but because of the tour, we, that like Gogglebox was supposed to be like the promotion for the tour. Right. But, you know, then it ended up being that we were scheduled in for every single episode because people just kind of caught on and just, you know, really took to our chemistry. So they were like, man, I think we need to kind of get you guys on every single episode. And so, yeah, that's that. That's how that whole thing came about. But um, we're still going on tour by the end of this year. Oh, that's uh, great. But we're going back on Gogglebox as well, so that should be Cool. Great. So do you and Mo go back? Like, do you know each other quite well? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've known each other since um, 2010 um, on the circuit and then obviously going to, like, Arsenal games because we're both... Oh, finally meet fellow Gooners! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I'm yeah. always getting slated, but someone's got to do it, so... Listen, my wife slates me all the time. She's just like, <laughs> she's like, you need to give up on this team. Like, choose a good team. <laughs> The yeah, struggle is so real. The exactly. Real. I also heard that you did the Jonathan Ross Comedy Club. It was great. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely an experience of meeting someone as huge as Jonathan Ross was. Just the best platform for mm. me to like, have a debut for my stand-up. So, no, yeah. I was... Totally chuffed when I got picked for that. Like, that was that was a huge honour for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were also selected by Dave Chappelle um, as part of his showcase called The Process. How was yeah. that? How did that come about? That came about. That came about by <laughs> by accident. It was so funny. Uh, Kojo must have texted me going, "Oh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle's coming down to you know do a gig." And I was like, "Oh, cool, sweet. I'll I'll be there." He was just like, no, 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 no. You're going to perform. And I was like, what? Like, I was crazy. (laughs) Like, I lost it. I I literally lost it. And it was just like, wow, I'm about to perform with Dave Chappelle. And then I started hearing, like, got a breakdown of what it was. And immediately I called my manager. She came rushing down and she was just like, all right, let's really pattern this thing up so we get it, you know. Yeah, yeah, execute it to the fullest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it was great meeting Dave. That's the second time I've seen him, but the first time actually meeting him. How uh, did you, how was that? Was he? I was starstruck, man. <laughs> I, like, what do you say to Dave Chappelle? I know. You know There's a lot of people that would get me tongue-tied, but I probably would be like, ah! <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was shocking to see him, but like, I spoke to him, and immediately, as soon as I said, hey, you know, I'm Baba Tunde, he was just like, oh, man. I've heard so much about you, blah, blah, blah. I was oh, just like, like, yeah. It was, it was surreal, but um, yeah, he's, he's such a humble person, such a nice person. And um, yeah, yeah, I just totally, I still can't believe I gigged with Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle. Yeah, you were like, Dave Chappelle knows my name. So I feel like, you know, yeah. there's some status to that now. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah, Do you so. have any funny stories um, on that, of that night? Not funny, but... I felt stupid when I, I went up to Dave Chappelle and I was just like, um, hey, if you need any um, 
help pronouncing my name before you go up. Like, just, you know, I can I help you. It's, it's, it's Baba Tuna. He, he looked at me like, what? And I was just like, no, I can, like, if, you, I, if you've got any, like, worries about pronouncing my name, he's just like, Baba Tunde, right? I was just like, yeah. He was just like, yeah. And I, I just walked away like, why did, why did I say that today? <laughs> he doesn't understand how it is here and how you have to constantly exactly correct people exactly. uh so yeah that's not your bad that's a you know that was just you preempting something that could have gone wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean <laughs> after i did my gig he came back and you know he said hey man you was funny keep it up blah blah blah, blah, blah. oh wow yeah, man. so that, that i'm still like so you've got a content for London Live called Trap Town. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so Trap Town, that was a documentary um, mm. around northwest London and Graham Park Estate. We were kind of like uh, talking to like a, a group of guys who, you know, were ex-gang members and kind of like mm. coming... And it was just exploring my story from, you know, living in a notorious area like Tottenham and, <laughs> you know, moving out to Highgate at that time. Very, very posh area. Very posh. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to kind of, that, that whole documentary was just following the lives of people who still live in that environment and what it's mm. like. And so it was a good experience, a nice documentary. And I think what upset, well, not upset me, what I liked about the whole documentary experience is the fact that, um, like, what we filmed mm. was, <laughs> that can't be aired on TV. I see. And, and I like that because it, it, it allowed me into the, to the whole understanding of, like, okay, this is what it's like to make a doc, documentary. And then when you get back and you, you're, in the, you're in the editing down, room. editing, yeah, all of that like, stuff. <laughs> Yeah, then that's like you captured this, and it's just like yeah, you know, <laughs> I, was saying, I remember you that so part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember when we took it to all the execs and stuff, and you know they were looking at like all our footage. They were just like, "Yeah, this can't go on TV." <laughs> yeah. Were like, "No, no, we have to just chop that out and get rid of that." Yeah, I think the next time I make a doc, I do want to find like a network and a production company that kind of do push the boundaries, kind of allow you. Mm. to see a bit more of the gritty stuff because uh, a bit more freedom yeah 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 i was uh, like i for me never making a dog i was really intrigued to see okay so this is what it's like yeah so it's not enough that you are a brilliant comedian but you've also made a segue into acting <laughs> on a few great shows doctor who eastenders have you got any favorite characters or parts that you played well to be honest the my favorite character that i've ever played on tv I was in, um, I had a short role, very, very short cameo role in um, New Tricks that was on BBC uh, One back in the day. But I played a car mechanic. That's all I played. I, I had like, <laughs> like five lines. But it was like, the reason why I like that character so much, it's just so much fun to kind of just play something totally different. Because before I was getting casted for like, you know, gang member number one and, you know. Very typecast, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that was the first role I kind of felt like that was outside of all of that. And it was yeah. a simple car mechanic, only five lines, but I just, I, I felt happy, like, right, now you're not casting to type, you're just casting me as a person, you know? Mm -hmm. 
just looking for me to wear a hoodie and stab people all the time so yeah <laughs> i hear that so uh you've done some acting on stage as well i have wow you did yeah. the research wow, <laughs> i mean it's adam really <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i could just take all the glory <laughs> yeah <laughs> no 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 yeah i've done um acting on stage and how well, does that compare to like doing the comedy on stage and acting on stage? Because obviously you get more heckles, I guess, and stuff and people are a bit more interactive. Yeah, it's two, two completely different headspaces. Acting on stage, you feel the buzz of performance um, mm. and especially of the story. Like the, if the story kind of like takes hold of you and you kind of just get swept up in that moment until the mm. very end and then it's just like you snap out of it and you're just like oh yes i, I was acting <laughs> but with yeah. um with stand-up it's it's kind of more personal because obviously mm. you judge with every single joke are they gonna like this joke and even when the show is going good you're like oh okay i'm gonna hit them with this joke <laughs> just you kind of you're like just lining them up yeah 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 once you kind of feel that you have them in a comedy you, I'm sorry, with stand-up, you mm. know, okay, I can do this, I can do that, watch me do this, and yeah, it's kind of cool. But yeah, two different headspaces with acting, um, mm. stage and stand-up. Um, so do you want to share with the people your socials so they can follow you and keep up to date? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, uh, Baba Tunde Comedian, and mm -hmm. if you don't have to Baba Tunde, that's B-A. <laughs> Yay. Google it. Google it. <laughs> and on Twitter, it's Bubba Tunde Comedy. Awesome. Well, we're here to celebrate all things black cinema. And you chose the classic Brown Sugar with Tay Diggs and Sunil Lathan. Why did you pick this film? I picked this film because it's one of those feel good films. And one of the films that, well, one of the only films that my wife enjoys watching because she hates action, she hates thrillers. Okay. And yeah, yeah, we both hate horrors. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, in terms of films that are just feel good films that you can just sit down, slap on any time and really enjoy, Brown mm -hmm. Sugar definitely, I'd say for me, number one. I don't know anyone that doesn't like Brown Sugar. Yeah, I, I definitely prefer it over Love and Basketball. I might cause a bit of drama by saying that. <laughs> said what I said, um, I said it with my chest. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of controversial, you know? I'm not is, you know what it is? Before, I, we're going completely off task here. <laughs> but it's just, there's just so much annoying moments in Love and Basketball. Yes, no, 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 and I agree. Just, Do you yes. get what I'm trying to say? And yeah. it's just like, what this guy's taking the absolute mick are you not all right and we're just all here like rooting nah just i was like we've got to keep it moving with brown sugar you're on the edge of your seat like flipping kiss yeah yeah you can see that chemistry from the jump and you want them to get together and just you know especially they've been friends for ages so for those of you who haven't seen brown sugar it's about two best friends who ultimately fall in love um with each other and basically kind of try to move from friendship into a romance um, but they both have boyfriends and girlfriends and um, it gets quite complicated but it's you know it's a romantic film <laughs> why did yeah, you pick yeah. a romance 
I don't. I'm not a, like a romance type of film type of guy. Don't okay, get you twisted. Be honest, it's all right. You can <laughs> a safe space, isn't it? You know. What I mean? Yeah. I do like rom coms, but um, no, this is just an easy going, you know, kind of just easy watch. And I don't know anyone that don't like this film. Do you understand? So that's mm. why I picked this. It, yeah, it's, it's hilarious, and it's one of the only films that my wife will watch because she doesn't like action. She doesn't like thrillers or horrors. So yeah. This one is a sure guarantee that she's going <laughs> to you know, watch it. watch it together. Yeah, man. Like, we often watch that. Like, we watch mm. that a lot. Yeah. So where does this sit in your favourite rom-coms? Is this in, like, your top five? This is number two. I have another one, but it's Ooh. a French film. Yeah, what's what's the first one? Uh, it's called Priceless. It's a French film. I actually it, uh, have seen sorry. that, but I haven't watched it. Like, I've seen the poster, but I just haven't okay. watched it. That, oh, amazing film. Amazing. And I hope no one recreates this film. Oh, you I know what? They, yeah, when Americans, they always, like, take a French film and they recreate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the film alone, please. You will, like, they'll have Angelina Jolie playing the character and just exactly, wanting everything. Ruin it. It's just, just like, it. yo, just read the subtitles. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't need it in English. Just read the subtitles. Please. Yes. <laughs> it's so lazy. They're like, no, it's too much work. <laughs> We're just going to change exactly. it. We're going to pay for a whole new film. Yeah. So, yeah, Priceless is my favourite. But Brown Sugar is definitely number two. 100%. Mm. I, I do like it. It is a little bit, <laughs> I guess it has to be frustrating to watch, doesn't it? Because, you know, Dre's a little bit jealous <laughs> of um, Sydney while yeah. he's still getting married and proposing to his woman and still getting jealous that she's yeah. going on dates and meeting other people. That is yeah, definitely yeah. <laughs> an irritation of mine. It's like, let her either break up with your missus and no, or just let her live. Let her live her life. No. No, no, no. See, I think that's why this is such a good film because my <laughs> wife's the same. She sees it from your point of view, where I'm like, no, he it's needs the right to point be of view. <laughs> yeah, I, I see, I see everything from his angle. So I'm just like, no, bro, be jealous of Sydney. Go get what? your woman. That's what we really want. You're literally what is the marrying a whole woman, like a whole one, yeah. and you're still jealous. And me, like, I'm single. No one's in the picture, and you're you're jealous of one date or whatever. Well, I don't know. I'm just being selfish because I, I, <laughs> I love their chemistry. I'm, honestly, I just love their chemistry. Yeah, no, yeah, it I mean. is actually quite good. Although Boris, I mean, I would oh, be no. jealous as well. Like he is <laughs> a beautiful man. I mean, what's funny is that him and Nicole, who are their partners, who are each other's partners, are married in real life. And yeah, there's yeah. a part when um, he goes to kiss her, Dre goes to kiss her, and I swear he looks away like he actually can't see that <laughs> it must have been so awkward just being on set and someone kissing your your, your well, wife I didn't, I didn't know did they meet on set or was this before? i'm very sure they were together at this time okay cool yeah Thank i'm you. very sure they were together too they're just too beautiful to be together it's actually quite annoying it just, it's quite annoying. they are a really beautiful couple ain't they? so sweet they're just so sweet they're too good looking they just, you know what I mean? Like, just, and then they had kids and created more perfect children. Yeah, it's too man, much. Relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite scene in the whole movie? Oh, um, look at you flipping the script. Jesus, I was not <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? 
I like the like it's the scenes or bits like it's the scenes that you don't really pay attention to. Like my favorite scene is you know when um uh, Andre and Sydney are together, but they they've reunited. They're back in New York. They're walking yeah. through the park, mm-hmm. and he gets a hot dog, and he's mm. eating. Like, mm, I love these bad boys. That's yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite bit. Of the whole. <laughs> That's every so real though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> just always celebrating food. Exactly. Every time it comes to that bit, me and my wife are just like, I love these bad boys. Like, we'll say the line together. So I felt like favorite. I could taste the hot dog as well. Like, it just tasted <laughs> good from how he described it. I do like the scenes with him and Mostef as well. Um, yeah. I, do, I don't know, especially when they were, like, talking and talk, using Hogarth or another film as a kind of analogy of their relationship. Yeah, I thought that was quite, quite clever the, um, and smart. In the radio studio, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And um, another thing that kind of was a bit weird, like when uh, Andre finds out that his wife is cheating and there was no reaction afterwards. Like he just goes back to Sydney's and just keeps it moving. Like there's no emotions, <laughs> but like, I just felt like it was like, oh, okay. They kind of address it, but I just that wasn't realistic to me personally. Well, it kind of does, doesn't he? When he's in the um, when he's in the restaurant, when he finds out, when well, he, when he goes, to, when he, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be like the real version would be yeah. chairs and <laughs> when he goes back to Sydney's house. That's when they start kissing. Yeah. But that's not <laughs> you like saying how devastated you are that your wife is cheated on you. Like it's almost like. And then if it's going to be like a lifeline or like something that you wanted so you then can act out, I think they could have built up on that a little bit more and been like... No, you, you're right. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So we see, because otherwise it, it looks like you don't, you didn't care to begin with. So her betrayal is not that effective. That's men. That's men. <laughs> I'm thinking of it like a woman. <laughs> We're trash, Rachel. We're trash. <laughs> Um, the film also stars Queen Latifah, the Queen, um, and I mentioned Mostef as well. A few other cameos in there. How did you how did you like their characters? I mean, Mostef, like you said before, his um, input in that film. I never knew he was funny. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's that yeah, film but... with um, Bruce Willis. He's a bit funny in that one. I don't know if you've seen it. I think it's Sixteen Blocks or something. I don't. Think I've seen he actually that. did a good. I thought he did a pretty good job. You should watch okay. that. It's a bit of an action film, so the wife might not appreciate. Okay, it, but... yeah. that's probably why I ain't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, most yeah, Mostest performance. I thought he was hilarious in it. And Queen Latifah. I mean, we already know about Queen Latifah. She's mm. been a great actress from day one. Yeah, since set it off. You know what I'm saying? So, that's my movie. Yeah. Not gonna end of set it off. You know when Queen Latifah dies. Ain't that music so damn tight? <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Like she, she went out like a proper G. I don't think there's like any a- other scene that can top that. Trust me. I was going to say, so where do you rank Queen and Moss from rappers turned actors? I mean, Queen Latifah, she's got to be high up there. Mm. She is high up there. I think with Moss Steph, he's more of a, um, I mean, he's a, he is a good actor. But he is more of, I mean, his comedy work is great, but 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I, w- I won't rank him higher than Queen Latifah. Of Queen course. <laughs> she's shown, yeah, she's shown her range, man. The Brown Sugar is directed by Rick Famuyiwa, and he's also done a few other classics. I don't know if you've seen um, Dope, and obviously The Wood. I'm sure you've seen The Wood. I've seen The Wood. I don't think I've seen Dope. Ah, oh, yeah. it came out a few years ago. So good. Again, sent, um, centered around that kind of Inglewood like area and very retro esque. With I some... have seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ain't Quite the, underrated, I think. Ain't the lady from um, the internet? Ain't she in that? The tomboyish type. Oh, yeah, oh yes. Yes. Her. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Right. Sorry. I know which yeah, character I, you're talking about. I have watched that film. But yeah. I, I, I never took it in while I was watching it. So. Mm. And obviously now he's gone on to do The Mandalorian um, Star yeah. Wars, which is a massive massive deal uh does that inspire you to see obviously like his journey as a director i mean no <laughs> <laughs> just being real like after brown sugar and uh, the wood i kind of was just like i mean big up yourself big man but i'm gonna go watch this <laughs> <laughs> not everybody okay. yeah hasn't. so you haven't watched the mandalorian i haven't it's so hard to watch anything in this house because Again, like I said, it's my wife wants to be involved in any like all with all wives. Just, <laughs> oh my god, did you watch this without me? Da, 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 all of that. So yeah, no, I've not got around to the Mandalorian, but I and do want to. It looks good. I say that, and I haven't either. But that's only because I can't get another subscription. I refuse to pay for another <laughs> another subscription. I've literally these people are getting my money left, right, and centre, and I just what need to rein it in a little bit. What have you got so far? Have you got Prime? And I've got Netflix. Prime, I've got Sky, I've got Netflix. And when I say Sky, I'm talking about everything, like the whole package, like hey, cinema, Richard. like everything. <laughs> BT bloody sport as well. It all adds hey, up. Okay. Listen, all I'm moving up. in with you, Rachel. <laughs> full pack- listen, even I don't have the full package on Sky. You are rich, Rich. No, no, <laughs> It's called lockdown and you need all the entertainment that you can get right now. So obviously, we've, you know, yeah, I'm a, I'm a movie TV person. So that is, that's my same, entertainment. Same, 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 same. Kind of need that to survive, <laughs> especially now. Um, Tay Diggs kind of gets a big, like the running joke is that his lips are always moisturised. Like I've literally never, there's always, I feel like there's someone on set with a tub of Vaseline just ready for him to swish. Didn't share the memo with everyone else, but yeah, he's he's always good. I mean, that's a good thing. 100%. There's sometimes when I'm watching films and I see the black person with very dry lips and I'm like, listen. Has no I'm, one told them? Every time I'm on set, yeah. <laughs> I'm always like going to the makeup artist. Give me Vaseline. Have you got Vaseline? Give me, because for some unknown reason, I don't know what it is about black people and Vaseline. 100%. There's probably like 20 in my house. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like that thing gets legs and just crawls off. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because every time another black person sees it, they're like, nab, nab. Oh. Like my sister, I always find my mine in my sister's bag or something. And I'm like, I'm very, very sure that's mine. That's... You see? So, yeah, you just end up continuously buying all the types of <laughs> Before it was comic, and I would lose those. Yeah. Like, or, well, yeah, people probably steal them. 
both Tay Diggs and Sanaa Lathan have got a massive catalogue of movies. Um, so I just want to do a little quick fire round with you uh, to okay. ask you what your favourites of each of them. So like for either of them, have you got a favourite action movie? Action movie. For Tay Diggs, it would be Equilibrium. That's... I 110% agree with you. I love that film. Yeah, it's a great film. Christian Bell, it's great. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, what about favorite thriller? She's done a few. She's done The Perfect Guy. Yes, that's the one. That's <laughs> the one. That is the one. I quite enjoyed Your... that one. I enjoyed that one as well. That was on Netflix, right? Yeah. 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 It was a good, it kind of reminded me of, I think it's Enough with J-Lo. Um, I don't know. Yeah. All those types of films where it's just like someone <laughs> trying to kill someone or they're running away, they need to rescue someone. Those films are fantastic. I, mean, I love those fun. films. I love a good revenge movie. I'm here yeah. for it, 100%. I mean, um, I only watched it once because it's too much to take in. <laughs> once, then you figured it all out, so you don't need to watch it again. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's a good film. Um, have you got one that you think, is there like worst films or you're just thinking like, this is not great, this is a bit trash? I've not seen even, especially Tay Diggs. Mm. I don't know one film or character of him that I'd say, this is not good for you. I've, every single film I've seen, both of them, especially him, have been amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually don't have any that I can complain about. So if you had to direct people to the YouTube um, to watch a clip from this movie to entice them to watch it, what clip would it be and why? It would definitely be the uh, scene where they're on the bench and they... Um, uh, reciting Commons, I used to love her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they, they, I mean that—that's the scene that sells the whole movie. Mm. I actually totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree with that. That because they're kind of reciting and they're rapping and it's kind of fun and easy and you're not giving too much away of the plot. So yeah, it's fun. yeah. and it shows you exactly their love for hip hop and for each other at the same time. Yeah, because exactly. The subtext is so clear there. It's just like, yeah, they're talking about hip-hop, but they're really talking about each other. Yeah, <laughs> constantly. Um, mm. Obviously, this film is centred around hip-hop and their love of hip-hop. Who Have you got top five favourite hip-hop artists? Top five? Ooh, mm -hmm. OK. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I do. Um, Nas. Um, Loaded Lux, who is a battle rapper. So he he's stood in hip hop. Ah, uh, let's see who else. Tupac, definitely. I would definitely go. I don't want to say Jay Z. <laughs> Hold yeah. up, wait. Why don't you want to say Jay Z? I don't because everyone always say, says Jay Z. And they, see, I, just, I got slated for not mentioning Jay Z in my top five once because oh, yeah. of a similar reason. Um, and I'm sure Adam will jump back on this. <laughs> I'm going to go with Styles P from The Locks. I think he's an amazing rapper. Oh, and oh. I will go Fabulous. Because he's underrated. Fab, Fab is the king of punchline Punch. lines, like just kick lines. lines. Rachel, you're my new best friend, Rachel. <laughs> I, no, no, real talk. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Rachel's my new best friend. Yes. <laughs> and and I, I love punchline rappers. Same I love here. Same here. I, I it really, I love it because I'm a visual person and when you put those two things together, it's, it's, it's great. It keeps you entertained as well. Absolutely. 
so that's it from me, Babatunde. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure to have you on. Um, and honor as well. <laughs> and I hope this year brings more like, you know, work and positivity and you're able to just go and do your thing because um, you deserve it. Oh, thank you very much. And it will. It will. It's already, things are already in the works. So, yes. Thank you very much, Rachel. Oh, thanks and, uh, for coming on. It's a pleasure on. to be, you know, brought on to this fantastic podcast. Thank you. Oh, thank you.